Hey, thanks for coming to my podcast. Get ready to be offended in just a moment. Hey, everybody out there in podcast land. It's David coming at you with another episode. So today is Monday. It's cold kind of snowy little flurries here and there just really cold and dreary outside not very fun big change from a few weeks ago how it was really sunny and nice out there we're getting close to being June and it's cold like this so many changes are going on in the world so many changes are going around all over the place I'm reminded of the last couple years though over the last few years if you noticed the signs of the times everywhere there's blood moons there were super blood moons there was all kinds of events that's happened all over the world just rumors of wars earthquakes hurricanes you know just all that stuff and then even my house a few years ago was in a flood a major flood where everything was destroyed it took us a while to rebuild and I've never it was like a hundred year flood that happened in our area and that was a crazy time in my life because I've never been involved in a major disaster like that and I don't know if you've ever been in a major disaster but they never come at a good time at that time when the major disaster came I was on my second back surgery and I was going through different therapies and uh We had a lot of stuff going on at the time, projects and that, that had to be set aside. And the main thing, what became survival and protecting all of our stuff that we wanted to keep, you know, and and then deal with all the FEMA and all that stuff. And uh, that was a pretty crazy time of my life. And uh, just noticing weird events everywhere. I've been coming outside. I watch birds all the time. I watch insects, birds. I take and take note and I just pay attention to my surroundings. I've been doing that for many years. And I've noticed a shortage of bees over the many years. I've had to pollinate my own vegetables because for a long time I wasn't getting no vegetables or fruits showing up. So I have to do a lot of pollinating myself because the bees just ain't there. And then the birds, the migratory patterns of the birds have changed. I've seen birds showing up in my area that I've never seen before just hanging out and just strange things everywhere I don't know if you guys notice that I don't know if you guys pay attention to those kind of things but just strange events everywhere and then if you get involved in the politics that is very strange we're in a time of it almost seems like the time of the Roman times and it's really strange how you know governments are exerting power the way they are over situations right now over our freedoms and people are crying out over that and it just seems like something's just getting ready to happen worldwide and I'm reminded of scriptures that allude to the coming of the Antichrist and we are warned that you know there's going to be a time when he's going to show up and do signs wonders and miracles and he's going to do all kinds of things to deceive even the very elect, you know, is going to be deceived. There's going to be people that are even 
called and chosen that are going to be deceived and we got to be careful and we got to be careful not to be sent a strong delusion and we believe lies and we love lies so much that we we start to buy into different situations i'm never really one to get into politics on a public broadcast like this but it seems like it's almost becoming inevitable where i can't avoid it i'm a firm believer of uh, having a baby and never aborting it. I think there's no reason for abortion whatsoever. And I know there's people that are going to complain about that and say they have standings on it. It's their body, their choice, blah, blah, whatever their little slogans are that they're tweeting or chirping from another person that's fed that to them. Most people don't even understand how much of a brainwash that's going on in our society, how troubles come and if you are any kind of a history person, which history has systematically been taken out of schools, political science has been replaced, and all this theories about democracy and that, when it's all one-sided, if you ever notice when certain leaders get up and say the, de- the, the democratic process or the American people those people usually when they're saying it are talking about only one party they're not talking about the broad spectrum of the american people they're not talking about the broad spectrum of the democrat process that the forefathers george washington abe lincoln all these people john adams all the forefathers that have set before us and laid down the groundwork for us to be separated they've given us something and penned it in paper that we should never let go We should never let our freedoms go. We should never just walk away from any kind of freedom you have. And I fear over the years we have been conditioned. It has bled right into the churches where it has turned into something that's not something that was designed by Jesus. He's never designed it to be a place, a club, or a place where you just indoctrinate people. And if they don't agree with the way you're indoctrinating them, that you throw them and kick them to the curb. We are supposed to meet people in their needs. We are supposed to go into all the earth, not tell them to come to us. Only one that says, come unto us is Jesus. He says, come unto me, you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's Jesus. He says, come, but he tells us to go. We are supposed to go. And I fear over the years, what I have seen and been able to, you know, just watch from my settings, because that's what I do, I watch. I read, I study, I watch. I pay attention, I try not to talk as much until this podcast came out. I've went silent for a long time, just watching. And if you pay attention to Solomon in the Bible, there was a time that he did that. He went and watched animals, he went and watched insects, he went and watched all kinds of people. And then Song of Solomon's, that's a lot of visual, poetic stuff. You get into Proverbs, you you see the Proverbs of things, and that comes from watching and studying, not just talking. And uh, if you look at some of the writings he does, a lot of stuff he gets back to the word vanity. It's all vanity. It's all just vanity. Our jobs were just vanity. Our houses, just vanity. Our cars, vanity. The clothes we wear, vanity. It's all vanity, everything, it's all vain. 
it's a waste of our time down here because we gather we go and gather we go and accumulate we go and get as much as we can and we pile it into a big pile we put them in bank accounts we pull out retirement funds we do is so much to gather and then we can't never enjoy it somebody else will enjoy what you gathered you can't take it with you you can't do anything with it except for frustrate yourself stress over it worry and look at let's get back on the subject of the church for a moment because it feels like that i i seem to be attacking the church so much i'm not attacking the church and don't get me wrong and i want to be crystal clear i am the church you are the church if you've been washed in the blood of the lamb you've repented of your sins you've been baptized in the name of jesus and you've been filled with the holy ghost you are the church now the church goes even further than that because there's different levels of people out there there's different churches and revelations that was talked about not just one church but each one of us make a body and he's not talking about a building because i fear we've placed the process of thought on a building and we've poured so much investment in it to make it work just look all new preachers and pastors are in a hurry to have a bigger sanctuary have a bigger sunday school department have a bigger seating arrangement have a bigger platform have more instruments have more sound equipment have more 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 and then when you walk in there there's nobody sitting it turns into a babysitting place you're babysitting you're babysitting people's needs in there that are no longer going out and witnessing they're no longer reaching their family they're no longer doing anything but causing confusion contention and the bible warned about biting and devouring one another we have to be careful and the world will know that we're his disciples by the way we love one another not the way we compete with one another not the way that i have a bigger house than you i have a fancy car than you i have more of a college degree than you i know more scripture than you i have more families that were in church than you all that stuff's vanity and i cast that stuff down today in the name of jesus and i really believe there's a new awakening happening i really believe out of the ashes we're going to rise we're going to be clothed with jesus we have been washed in the blood of the lamb our garments have been spot free and i'm putting out a call of arms to all my listeners we've been on a 30-day prayer journey 30 days now i know that's a number that we can just say oh it's a number who are you to think that 30 days is going to do anything but if i've caused one person out there to start to pray for even one day i've accomplished something at least i'm trying to motivate people to call on the name of the lord at least i'm being proactive at least i'm trying to do something i'm trying to inspire you i believe i'm a leader i believe that i can motivate you and if i can get you motivated you're going to do something positive you're going to have a life change you're going to see other people's lives change and you're going to be effective now i've weaved politics into this because there's a worldwide movement that's been going on for many years now 
I'm going to say something that's probably going to make a lot of people not happy. But if you really consider World War II was a big change in our world. Something really big happened in World War II. Now, if you think that everything was done on the uppity up after the war was won by the allies and the axis that I'm talking about Russia and those that partnered with us. See, because the little known history here that most probably kids don't understand out there and most people don't know because you don't get taught this stuff in school is that Britain and America had partnered with Russia to take out Germany to free the Jewish people and liberate which I really believe there's there was more to it about fascism than what we think and the money system and the way that it was working in Germany and the banking system really didn't want that to come to fruition because it would that nationalist mentality would not work with the global government so it was stomped down really fast and we're seeing that in our country today how nationalism has rose up again so many states countries have rose up to say no we're not forming a world government no we're not going to be part of a world system no and the big figureheads have came out and said it's too late we've already moved into your cities we've taken over your councils we moved into your cities we've taken over your mayors we moved into your states we've taken over your senates your senators we moved in we've taken over your judges and even if you do beat us in an election we will use law against you we will set you up we will take you down we will propagandize everything in the meantime they're bombarding us with hollywood indoctrinating us with propaganda through hollywood that's why over the years i really believe the churches had said stay away from that television because the forefathers knew that they had to keep people away from that television and let's just take a moment for a second that word television break it in half television tell a vision somebody's telling a vision that vision is getting into your mind it's getting into your heart slow drips of this vision on multiple different avenues on multiple different channels multiple different networks say the same thing in different ways over and over and over again until the lie becomes true satan came in the garden and he told a vision to eve he asked her about a tree said hey have you considered that tree right there and she said no we're not supposed to touch it the day we do we shall surely die and he said that you shall not surely die he changed the vision and she bought into the vision and she acted upon it and satan's really good at that he's really good at hijacking truth and changing it and if you think you're inside of a building and you call yourself a church and you haven't had some of this infiltrate your building at all and you're 100 clear of it 
then you've already been deceived. And if what I'm saying is making you aggravated or irritated, then you already are deceived because you should be considering what I'm saying at least. You should ask yourself these questions. Now, while they're doing all this, they're in our schools. Our school systems have failed all of our kids. They have failed. We send them there willingly where they've taken God out of our schools. You cannot talk about Jesus. You can't do any of that stuff. And they don't teach them nothing. They teach them things like fractions and things that they will never use that confuse the child, that frustrate him to make him feel like he's less of a person because he can't do it. And then when he lashes out, they say, you can't do that, we're gonna drug you and you're gonna sit there and you're gonna listen to a liberal teacher that's gonna tell you that homosexuality is okay and if you speak against it, you're a homophobe. That white people had all this privilege and if you speak out against that, you're a racist. And if you do anything outside of that, you have ADHD, you're never gonna be nothing. And when you get out of that school, you better go to college, take out loans, strap all kinds of debt upon yourself and go inside of a liberal college that you cannot be a conservative, you can't speak any kind of questions, you can't ask anything, and if you do, you're a racist. They'll call you all kinds of names. These supposedly virtuous people that have the right way attack so viciously, and they will use the law system against you, they'll manipulate, they'll change words, they'll lie, to set somebody up and say that it never happened and make you believe it. And it's been happening for years. I want you to think about something. I took you back to Nixon. If you look at what's going on with our current politics and the day we're in, it kind of seems like a mirrored image. You have a president that, I'm talking about Nixon, that hired a few people, former FBI agents and CIA agents to go into the Watergate building and steal some documents from the Democrats and they just so happened to get caught conveniently and flipped on the president and set him up to take him down. Now I'll tell you all this because we went back to World War II a little bit ago. The MI6 were great code breakers in World War II. They could intercept the Nazi codes. They could intercept those things and they could break them. They had double agents and triple agents. They were sending agents into America. Winston Churchill and FDR were buddies, but I really believe that Britain embedded spies in America because they were on the lifeline themselves. They were ready to lose their island. They were gone. Hitler had almost destroyed them. And if it wasn't for us being brought into the war by deception, that we would have never entered in that war, which when we did enter the war, we saved every nation out there. We, through the Lend-Lease policy, made boots for all the soldiers made clothes for all the soldiers, food for all the soldiers, our Liberty ships that were sent out to go through the submarine infested waters 
of Nazi Germany. As much as they were shooting them out of the water and killing our young men and women serving in the military, the men at that time, to get across the ocean to bring supplies to save another continent, oceans away, was secretly hatching a plan for the New World Order. Winston Churchill and Franklin Delano Roosevelt came up with a plan because the League of Nations was failing. The League of Nations came out of World War I, a way to bring all nations together to fight evil because we didn't want to have another world war. But World War II came about. So now you have two people hatching a plan because they don't like Russia, but they had to work with Russia because we needed their troops to invade Germany at the time, but we didn't want to work with them. And Britain had its own ideals and agendas for survival. And FDR was no mouse himself. He had a huge agenda because he was formed. He was part of a political party that was rewriting a history in America of a Democrat party that was formerly the KKK and the slave owners of America because people forget that the party of Republicans through Abraham Lincoln fought the Democrats of the North and the Democrats of the South to free the slaves. We gave our lives for to free the slaves. The Republicans did that. But it's been forgotten about and they don't get taught in school because if you teach anything like that, you're a racist. They'll call you a racist, but this is facts. Check it out. Search it out. They can't stop all the facts that are out there. This is world history. The Democrats had in their party KKK members, dragons, grand dragons, sitting in the Democrat party and Democrat conventions. They're the ones that came up with the segregation policies of the South. They're the ones that wrote all those, not the Republicans. The party that came up with abortion, that's the Democrats. The party that took out prayer in school, that's the Democrats. These were atheists, people that did not love God, did not love country, had an agenda through the Marxist system that they study in their colleges that are being indoctrinating into the, the kids. You have to go through these classes to make it. And if you speak out against any of these instructors inside the college, you'll be graded differently. You'll be treated differently. And they have a mob mentality that they get their little birds to start tweeting if anybody speaks out. And just in the last decade, the homosexual agenda has made a huge leap forward through the previous of the administration. He himself was a homosexual at one time. His uncle was a homosexual in Hawaii. His name is not even the name that he became the president with. It was changed. Embedded with CIA and FBI operatives. They groomed him and brought him up. If you look through his college days, he wrote books. The Dreams of My Father. And talks about how the white people's all racist. And there was such hatred there. 
that the deep state that's living inside of our country had to bring him to power and use him because he was so compromised already from pictures and things he did in his personal life that if he were to speak out or do anything different, they owned him. They still own him. Just like the one that was running against our current president. She is so compromised with such a history. Her husband was so compromised with so many ties to scandals. Think of it this way, folks. If you or I were being investigated by a police officer today and the police officer said, I want your telephone, I want you to bring it in and you took a hammer and smashed it after you deleted everything, what do you think the judge would do to you? What do you think the judge would do to me? He's not going to be very favorable, I'll tell you that. There's deeper stuff happening in our country than I think all of you even have a clue. World governments throughout history have always turned to idols, false gods. They worship it because human beings were created to worship. I don't care that they tell you there is no God and there's atheists and they believe that there's separation of church and state. There's a group, a cabal at the top. They're worshiping something. And they have an agenda. The agenda is simple. It's called power. And they're going to use deception. They're going to use all these weapons against you to control you. In the media. In the schools. In the banking system. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not for the Republicans either. I don't take either side. I'm only with the Republicans right now because of what they're standing for, only because of the leader they have right now is making them. Because don't get fooled, folks. When this leader leaves that we put in from the people, by the people, that has fulfilled all of his campaign promises that we voted him in for, that's fighting for us on a daily basis, that doesn't even make a paycheck, that has donated all of his money, his family has suffered. Because I know if you watch him throughout history, he loves this country. He's a patriot just like you and I. And so I want you to wake up today. I want you to wake up because if we don't wake up, the things that happened in Rome are gonna happen again. If you think we're going to have a virtuous leader that's just going to come in there and give everything that you think is going to happen, that's not going to happen. Now, I know there's some countries out there that are going to fight against the Antichrist because the Bible tells us about a few nations that he's going to subdue, he's going to fight and overpower, but they're going to fight because they're not going to take the system. And I really believe that America is one of those places. There's too many free people. There's too many people here that's had freedom on a scale that's never been on this earth before. They've never tasted the freedom we've had. Plato and all of them would dream of things like this. Aristotle and them would just dream of things. Newton, all these people were just sitting there dreaming about these things. But we are the people of freedom. 
We are those people, folks. Now, I'm not coming out to attack you as a Democrat or a Republican. I just laid out the facts. I just told you the facts. If you haven't noticed that if you don't fall in line with a certain political party, they will weaponize the IRS against you. They will weaponize the city, local treasuries against you. Why don't you think about something real quick. Under the previous administration, there was an Ebola outbreak. Something happened, if you remember. Could it be a staging ground for what was to come? I don't know. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that what's going on right now, this coronavirus was man-made. I really don't think that man don't don't have the technology to actually create the disease that's out there the way it is. But this is what I think they do have. They know when something exists, they know how to grab it and utilize it and then allow it to be released on its own course. And when it gets out of hand, they sit back and let the disaster happen. And when the people cry out for help, they send a savior. That's what political leaders do, guys. That's what they do to us. So wake up. So what do you want us to do? What are you telling us? Well, the first thing you need to do is get right with God. Because if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what have you profited? What have you gained? Because after this all passes away, we have to stand before God. So what do we do while we're here? Well, where has God placed you? Has he placed you in the greatest country that's ever been? Has he given us a constitution and a bill of rights that were God-given, not government-given? These are given rights by God for the people, by the people. The rights that we have are given by God, not government. Government can't take these rights away. So what are you going to do today? Are you going to fall in line with the mockingbird media? And all those people out there that are indoctrinating you and you're just going to fall in line with the pleasures of the day and just ignore it and let somebody else. And these two statements that I really believe were liberal statements that were indoctrinating our lives growing up. I don't talk about politics and I don't talk about religion. Them are two statements that people say all the time. They're the two most fundamental statements that you could ever have in your life. You better talk about religion and you better talk about politics because both of them motivate your life. Even if you think you aren't part of it, even if you think that it isn't going to be in your life, you're controlled by these two things. And even if you think you have the truth and you walk around clothed in truth, you still are bombarded with these lies all day long. The Garden of Eden was the safest place ever created by God. It had everything safe, everything perfect. It even had the moments where God himself would walk in the cool of the day. And in the most perfect paradise on earth that was ever created by God, deception lingered and loomed waiting in the shadows.
So who are we in the day 2020 to think that we have a Garden of Eden so perfect that the, the snake is not even in it? The snake is here, folks. Deception's all around. Are you just going to sit back and do nothing? Or are you going to join together and bring this statement back? One nation under God with liberty and justice for all. The United States of America. And with that, God bless.